This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we're highlighting a nonprofit dedicated to marginalized women in Charlotte. She Dreams in Color provides mental health therapy to women. It's one of many organizations Share Charlotte is highlighting during its annual Giving Tuesday event and a nonprofit you can help during this holiday season. We're gonna welcome Shannon Walker, the board chair, and Jennifer Moxley, the founding executive director. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Thank you for having us. Well, so let's talk about uh, what She Dreams in Color is. She Dreams in Color is freaking amazing, if I could just say it. But it's all about helping to make sure that we destigmatize needing mental health as women. Because if anybody needs mental health check-ins and, and check-ups, it's definitely women. We carry so much on our backs. We are the leaders of our families, leaders of companies. And she, Dreams in Color, is making sure that all women get an opportunity to have access to mental health. And we specifically target marginalized women. So women who may have some type of setback or not given all the right advantages to know that you're worthy to be able to get mental health help And there is nothing wrong with asking for help. We're in a room right now with all amazing women and um, not just the three that are talking on this podcast. And I think it's fair to say that we probably all take care of other people way better than we take care of ourselves. And so it sounds so simple uh, to take care of yourself, to think about your mental health, but not everybody's doing that. And then if you have challenges and barriers that get in that way it and then you talk about the cost uh people are just it's just not accessible exactly so tell me shannon why are you on the board of this and why did you choose to be a part of it absolutely i am one of those people have you heard that quote where it's like check on your good friends or your well friends That was me. I needed somebody to check on me because I was checking on everybody else. And so when I found that She Dreams in Color is an organization that makes it okay to say I need help, even if you're the strong friend and you're the strong one, I had to jump on board. I certainly love our founding director, Jennifer Moxley, who's an amazing person doing great things in the community. So the opportunity to work with her was certainly appealing, but really it was about making sure that I could help empower other women and let them know it really is okay for you to need help. And when I think about the cost that I had to pay for the therapy I received, especially during the pandemic, I was just all over the place, you know. I don't know how anybody, even a working woman, would be able to afford continued back-to-back sessions. And that's what it takes. You're not just okay after one or two sessions. You need somebody to help you come up with a plan, help you come up with tools to navigate your life, which is unique to you. So when I found the opportunity to be able to pour my talents, my passions into helping other women to get access to mental health, I said, I am in. I love that you're sharing your own personal story so when you uh, decided to get help, uh, and, and I guess, did you go to a therapist? I did. 
what did that look like? Was that w- because it was the pandemic? Was that online? Were you able to see someone in person? Exactly. So it was kind of the telehealth. Um, so just screen to screen. But again, it was actually talking out the pressure I was under. I'm an African-American woman. All this George Floyd things had just hit. I'm married to an African-American man. He was freaking out. I mean, I've never seen my husband that stressed. I didn't even know how to help him. Um, And then I was homeschooling my uh, then, what, four-year-old going into pre-K. And I was like, wait, what? I'm supposed to teach him this? You know, like, and then trying to work a full-time job myself. Like, I was about to lose it. On top of that, I'm what you call that sandwich generation. I got my own family here, but then I have senior parents, you know, approaching 80, and I'm trying to help them navigate this whole thing. Both of them had major surgeries during the pandemic, and I'm the daughter that's here, that's local, trying to get them there. I was like, I cannot do this. I'm about to lose it. Well, then on top of it, we're also sitting there all with the stress, like, I don't want to get sick. I don't know what happens if I get sick. How do I handle this? And then you're worried about all those other people, exactly. uh, you know, because we don't talk about, I, I think we forget about the pandemic, about the fear that was just associated exactly. at that time, especially in the beginning when we didn't know what was going on. So that's underlying everything. And then all these other stresses, exactly. plus the George Floyd stuff that I, oh my goodness. Yeah. So I was about to lose it. And I told my husband, let's you know, see what our insurance will cover, but I have got to talk to somebody. And we were able to set up um, telehealth. um, And I had just probably 12 sessions right off the bat. And then I go back for like some check-ins, you know, as I need to even now. But who could afford that if you didn't have decent insurance? Yeah. And I couldn't imagine what other women with even greater stresses and maybe not even at the same economic level that we're at, what the heck were they doing? Yeah. How do you know Jennifer? So, like I said, I love Jennifer. So I actually used to um, help out a little bit with Sunshine Media, her company, and then also just know her from when I worked at a nonprofit. She came on and did our virtual fundraiser. So um, her talent is amazing. Her spirit is just infectious. Like, so I just said, even though I'm moving on to a new organization, um, please let me know if there's any, everything I could do for you. And she was like, hey, starting this foundation <laughs> and so I was just delighted that she trusted me and my experience in the nonprofit sector and in fundraising to come on and help start this amazing organization well I'm so glad that you're here I know you have lots of other obligations today um, because you are who you are we all wear multiple hats that you can't be here for the whole conversation but I just thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story because like you said it's okay to not be okay and and it's okay to check on those people who think who look like they have it all together uh, because you do I'm, I'm walking in you, you you can't see her. She's beautiful, but she's so put together. Exactly. So it's just that point. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what other people are going through. Um, and it's, it is, it is perfectly normal and okay to ask for help and, and make mental health a priority, uh, because, because we all need it. We all need to benefit. So let's help people get access to that. So we'll talk more to, about that with Jennifer. Is there anything else that you want to say before you have to, to go? I just want to say thank you again for this awesome opportunity and the work you guys are doing. And She Dreams in Color, we'll be back because I'm telling you, we're about to blow up. We're about to have some amazing success stories and we're about to raise a lot of money. So we'll be back for sure. Yes, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Thank you so much. Thank you.
So Jennifer, tell me a little bit about um, where this dream of She Dreams in Color came from and why did you want to start it? It's fascinating that you chose the word dream because I actually uh, woke up one morning and the name came to me. She dreams in color. Um, My sister is a mental health therapist here in Charlotte. She runs Charlotte Women's Counseling. We had a very difficult childhood and she took the pathway of becoming a therapist to help others. I took the pathway of being a storyteller to tell the stories of people with similar experiences and backgrounds as mine. Um, And she and I said, we just need to do something to help women. We need to do something to show women that there is support, to show women that they're not alone, particularly women on the fringes. We grew up in poverty. We were free and reduced lunch kids. We were always the others. Um, And because I went to 15 different schools growing up, I was always the new kid. So I never had a sense of community. So as this started seven, eight years ago as a vision, um, my sister went on to build her business here in Charlotte and I have more free time. My kids are adults now. So I was able to really take this nonprofit and make it something, but I didn't have a name. And I woke up and I said, she dreams in color because I feel as if my life turned into Technicolor at some point along the way when I was no longer a product of my environment. I was creating my environment. Um, And mental health and addressing mental health needs is fundamental in that journey. Well, so it's one thing to seek mental health services for yourself and recognize that you need it for yourself. It's another thing to say, I want to make sure that all women have access to this. So where does that come from? Where does that dream come from? I think some people are just called to do for others in a way that maybe some people don't have, good or bad. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm called to help others. I feel as if my life experience being the recipient of Christmas, being the recipient of food, being the recipient of scholarships, being the recipient of childcare items when I became a teen mom, there are so many ways community helped me, a stranger to them. And that's just my journey. It feels obligatory to my life purpose to help other people. And my talent is storytelling. And so that and video production, uh, like you, I was a former news reporter. Um, And so I just found, let me interview women and find out how mental health has shown up in their life, how therapy has helped them. What are their obstacles? What are their jobs? What jobs are out there for girls and women who don't know where to go, don't know where to look up? That uh, video interview series and podcast, She Dreams in Color, became a fundamental part of the She Dreams in Color Foundation. And clinical research shows that stigma-related content on the internet actually reduces the stigma related to mental health care. So work that just felt natural to us that, that was part of our mission is actually clinically supported as having a positive impact. So... In 2021, um, my college professor, Dr. Randy Clark, unexpectedly died, and that was a triggering event for me. Because my children are older, because I own my own business, because I'd cleared my space, I felt that I wasn't busy, as Shannon described. I wasn't busy making my life anymore. I was just living for the first time in my life at 45 years old. I was living, and that triggering event poured out all of the trauma I'd been through 
in childhood, in the teen years, in college, all of that. And I was seeking therapy. And as an entrepreneur, and as many of us, it had to be out of pocket. And I spent $8,000 out of pocket for therapy for a year and a half. And and I went until I couldn't afford it anymore. I went until I felt, okay, I can now test it in the world. What I've learned, let me go try it out and see how this goes. But I was healing so much abuse and neglect and abandonment and trauma. And so I cannot imagine not doing that heavy lifting. And it came down to having the money to do it. No woman should finally be brave enough to say she's ready for help, finally be low enough that she needs help to survive, and then not have the means to get it. No woman should have that. Yeah. Wow. So your story is is super impactful because um, it's very personal. It's difficult for a lot of people to share that. But like you said, if we talk about not being okay, people will realize that most of us are walking around not being okay. And how do we figure out to get that help? So congratulations on your journey. That's hard. Um, I think it's interesting that being busy uh, is a way to ignore what you're really experiencing. And then for the first time in your life, you, you're, you weren't busy anymore. And so then that's when it hits you. It's expensive. It's really expensive. And so that's why you have such a big goal. Yeah. Well, and $50,000 for giving um, Tuesday isn't a big goal in the scheme of big goals, right? We have a, an, a, a million dollar goal. Well, let's just break it down. It's for, for one hour, it's $100. One hour at $100 is the minimum that we can fairly ask our providers to, to give. 75% of therapists are women. 25% identify as a minority group. I firmly believe because of my communicate my my community of therapists in my network that the industry is not compensated the way it should be because it's predominantly woman. Okay? So let's just take that part aside. The insurance industries have therapists in a chokehold and there is not legislation, there are not lawmakers who are stopping this mob-like mentality of what therapists are dealing with and us the consumer are the ones paying the price because they have to stop taking insurance because their reimbursement rates are 70, 100. These are people with master's degrees. And then Insurance companies are withholding payment five, six months to businesses here in Charlotte right now because they sign NDAs. They can't say anything about it. They'll be audited and suddenly all this money isn't going to be reimbursed. We're talking about women, small business owners in our communities trying to make it, trying to make our community better that are, where do I, you know, they're choosing so when we are giving a $100 reimbursement rate, that is still low for what these providers deserve and for the impact of their work, for their education, um, to run a business even. Um, but we are hopeful that we can start at $100 an hour. We can give a woman at least an eight-session care plan. As Shannon said, she had 12 just to get started. I had a year and a half. Every week, once a week, every week, just to feel like I could cope with life. And we know that research actually shows, as a matter of fact, from Foundation for the Carolinas, if you make less than $50,000 a year, you have double the poor mental health days of someone who makes more than $50,000 a year. 
And that's not really even hard to fathom because money solves problems. If you don't have food, if you don't have gas to get to work, you don't have a stable job. You know, if, if your children don't have school supplies, if they don't, if you are going from organization to organization to organization to get your basic needs met, that is a nightmare. Yeah. The paperwork, the, the scrutiny, no, the fear, the stress, it, the frustration, the shame, yep. the stigma. Yeah. So our goal is big, but it's not big. I have become such a better community provider because of therapy. I can share what I paid for with friends, with family, with colleagues, with clients, not to mention I'm just a healthier person. So when you invest in a woman, you are healing everyone in her network, everyone in her community. So how do we find you? Sunshine Media Network just funded the She Dreams in Color website. So we are very proud that we've fully funded this foundation for the first two years. Um, so shedreamsincolor.com. Please don't criticize the design. We are still uh, tweaking and adding and working and, and gathering All content. you need is a donate button. That's all you need. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So shedreamsincolor.com is the best place to find us. We are also on Instagram. Our interview series and podcast, you can find those. We've interviewed incredible Charlotte women about their occupation and their obstacle. You can find a woman who looks like you. You can resonate with that woman. And hopefully it just builds that bravery muscle that Maya Angelou talks about um, to change lives. To change lives. And, and so right now we are asking for money as much as people can give, but recognize the fact that $100 is just one session. And, and eight sessions is 800. And then you just keep on doing the math. I'm not the greatest at math, <laughs> but a million dollars, um, is 10,000. Is that what we said? 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours is our, is our first level goal. 10,000 hours. This is very achievable in Charlotte. Um, you know, an alumni association for a football team raised 177 million to, um, help fire a coach. So, we can raise a million dollars in Charlotte for women to receive mental health. These are women who need our love, support, uplifting the most. And, and we're all going to benefit from it. Well, that's what I was thinking, imagine if we had all these people walking around our friends and neighbors who are, are, who are in a good place, who can tackle the reality of day to day. Um, so that is one question that I have. Once you have these funds, once you get up and rolling, how are you going to find the women that need it? Thank you for asking that. So the way our foundation works, we are going to accept applications from private practice providers in Charlotte. So local businesses who have multiple therapists who reflect the community we serve. Um, marginalized women, as our board defines it, is Black, Hispanic, Indigenous, Asian American, Pacific Islander, women of color who make less than the poverty level in Charlotte. For a family of four, that's $30,000. That's many people we see every single day. People in my own family are struggling to make that money, college students. Um, and so those private practice providers will then be charged with finding clients, receiving clients, accepting clients. And it's not a problem. There are many providers already offering free services and turning away a lot of folks. So we're just helping the process be easier for them, as well as um, graduates of um, 
uh, therapy practices uh, have to have mentored hours, hours right? Yeah. And so mentored hours, they have to work for free. And so this is a way to help reimburse the practice, which takes on costs for developing new therapists in the pipeline. And Pam, the beautiful thing is that came from the pandemic. So many people went back to school to become therapists and are now going out into the workforce looking for places they can get their hours. Um, so the need is there for women to receive therapy. The providers are there. We are ready with a formula. Um, and we know that the pipeline's all ready for us. We just need to, to get the money. Um, and She Dreams and Color Foundation has a very short-term goal of hiring an executive director. I am not the person to do that job. Um, there is someone much more versed. I have run a half a million dollar nonprofit before, a United Way chapter. I've been a founding board member multiple times for um, nonprofits. It is in my purview, but it's not my calling. And I'm not the best voice for this. I'm an ally and an advocate for mental health and for women. But we can find an executive director who can really take this organization and, and do the work in the community that it needs to do. Well, I'm impressed by your board chair. Um, how did you sort of pull together your board? Oh, I love that question. So anyone who knows me knows I collect people. <laughs> I love good people. I love good women who are doing what they're called to do. I love women who are workers. Uh, they put their head down and they get things done. And Every woman on my board is exactly that, and and they're phenomenal. So uh, Shannon, uh, we intersected. She has 25 plus years experience in the nonprofit sector. Who else could be a board president? She's phenomenal. She's a hidden gem. Um, and Nisha Pai, who um, runs her own accounting firm, uh, she hired me for media training when she uh, released her book. And she is a phenomenal woman, empowering single women through her small business. Antrelet McCain, she. Works works for Bank of America. We met at a book club and she also is just a woman empowering other women through corporate America and work she's doing. Um, Alexis Carrasquillo was a contractor with Sunshine Media Network. She designed our website with Familia Creative Media. As a Latina woman, she talks about, and she's 20, in her 20s, she talks about the stigma of, you know, mental health in the Hispanic community very openly, which which I admire so much. Lindsay Anvik, um, Henricks, she just got married, Babe and Butcher, another entrepreneur who is very open about her journey with mental health. Um, and, um, Heather Harper. So Heather Harper is um, a Native American woman, an indigenous woman who is also very open about her mental health journey. And, you know, when you meet women who are vulnerable as Shannon was, you just have this level of admiration for them. And then you watch their work in the community is silent, but impactful. That is who we have around here because we do not have time for showboating. We do not have time to, to brag. We have work to do and we have women to help. And we want to continue attracting women who other women are drawn to and feel safe with and connected to. So Jennifer, thank you so much for being here. I think you and I could probably talk for two hours. You're amazing. Um, I love the energy. I love the passion. Just for the record, there was no list she was looking at. Those names are coming off the top of her head. So you know that those are real relationships. Those are real people that, sh that mean a lot to you that are doing this work. So thank you so much. We just want to re repeat the website. 
SheDreamsInColor.com. Thank you so much. No, thank you for being here. Do you know someone else like Shannon or Jennifer who is doing good in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and X, or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. Make sure you use the hashtag DoGoodCLT and head to ShareCharlotte.org to find nonprofits looking for your help. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.